guys. Welcome back to another episode of Are You Fucking Crazy? I'm really excited because I have a guest here tonight. This is Taylor. Hello, Taylor. Hi. How are you doing from Vancouver, Washington? I'm doing good. I'm just chilling here. I was doing my homework. But yes. now I'm just relaxing. And I'm so excited <laughs> to be on this podcast. I'm literally smiling so hard. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm excited too. Um, I want I want you to go ahead. Like I want honestly, I want you to tell the podcast about because me and you, we did have our phone call before this, but I really loved what you were talking about for your movement. Um, the cheer that you work with, the cheer that you're doing. Um, she's a cheerleader, and she's going to tell us a little more about like the um, organization and what they're about and what they do. I think it's absolutely beautiful. So could you go ahead and like give us some more insight about that? Because I think that's amazing. Sure. So I joined um, Cheer Portland, formerly Cheer PDX, last year, the middle of last year. Um, we are a nonprofit charitable cheer team. So we are raising funds and awareness for the LGBTQ plus community. We will partner with other um, nonprofits to raise money for their organizations and whatever causes that they're doing. Um, I love being a part of this team. I've met so many cool people, so many different personalities. Um, it's interesting to see how we all mesh, but it's all fun and it's all love, and I encourage so many people to join if they can. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I wish they had more organizations like that in other areas. Like. Like, I feel like, I feel like that, like, Portland is such, such a beautiful community. Like, that's one thing I definitely miss about being up there is, like, there were things like Janus Youth and stuff like that that were very targeted at, like, um, minorities and, and youth and, um, you know, like, creating a, a brighter future for our generation and whatnot. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. Um the whole parent organization we fall under, it's called PCA. It stands for Pride Cheerleading Association. We recently went to Vegas um, to raise money for an organization called the Golden Rainbow. And what they're about is raising funds and helping members of the LGBTQ plus community, excuse me, um, who have been affected by like HIV and AIDS. So that yeah. was a really cool event wow wow yeah that's always really really nice when they're you know raising money for a good cause like that for real yeah yes definitely but um also guys i'm really sorry if there's there might be a little bit tad bit of background noise today um one of my housemates it's their birthday so um there might be a little oh, bit okay. of <laughs> there might be a little bit of noise but um actually today yeah, so happy like birthday to her it's actually him. His name's Daniel. Happy birthday, Daniel. Oh, <laughs> actually, I, yes. we're Happy actually going to have Daniel. Daniel. I hope to have Daniel on the show someday. He's really into politics, and um, he definitely oh, wants nice. to be on the show. But tonight, we're not talking about politics. Tonight, we're going to talk about some girl stuff. We're going to talk about discussing the importance of embracing your divine feminine and unlocking the secrets to not needing attention from the masculine 24-7. This is something that when we were talking earlier, I was telling Taylor that this is something that I deal with 
a lot when it comes to like clients and like um like since i've gone into life coaching and stuff i've seen a lot of females getting particularly weak to not receiving male attention or like their recent breakups and things like that and i know taylor that you had also said that you haven't dated in a long time and that you've been just fine with it and there's a lot of us honestly even myself that's kind of like can't relate so why don't you do <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about like your secrets to like how you just be cool in on your own <laughs> um Long story short, you touch a hot stove enough times, you understand that you're going to get burnt, so you stop. <laughs> wow, I love that. I literally love that reference. I love the way that you said that, because that is so true. That is so true. That's, that's kind of the way that I see it. Like, not everybody is in a toxic relationship, obviously, but... Um, uh, theme that I'm seeing a lot, like with the collective, is people kind of realizing that they have toxic traits, things that they haven't healed from, mm. and a lot of these people are just getting in relationships, not even knowing that they have it, and then all these issues like come up, and then it's posing a bigger like life question for them. It's like, okay, what's going on? Um. Where, where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's kind of like what you were saying earlier, like that reference about, like, uh, you know, when you touch a hot stove, you know, you know that you're going to keep getting burned. Right, right. And it's the same thing okay. with, like, toxic relationships, you know, like what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, being in a toxic relationship is like touching a hot stove over and over. But are you going to adjust to the stimulus or are you going to have the stimulus adjust to you? Like, exactly. are you going to get accustomed to touching the hot stove? Are you going to tell yourself, oh, it's not even that hot. Like, I could withstand the mm. hot temperatures. Or are you going to stop touching the fucking stove? Wow. Do you hear this? She's giving you guys all the answers right now. <laughs> She's giving me all the answers. Like, w giving me a perspective that I never viewed it from. I think that's beautiful. That's so true. There's a lot of times where, like, I know the stove's hot and I still go to fucking touch it. <laughs> and that's right. that's the thing is, like, that's our issue. That's our issue as women sometimes. Like, we, we know the stove's hot and I feel like the stove could be represented as, like, our emotions because we are, us as women, we're so led by our emotions. I talked about this in the Tuesday topics, too, when I discussed detachment and the feelings, like, the psychology of what it feels like when you miss someone. Um... Right. Sometimes we let that take over. Like, you can miss someone. Yeah, I caught up a bit on your podcast the other day. Oh, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, because it's like, you you can miss someone, and you can give in to those feelings, and, like, know that this person is unhealed, and they're going to keep providing you the same toxic behaviors and patterns, and you can go into that because you miss them and you just want to feel them or whatever. You just want to be by them or whatever. Or you could just like, let me give this person space to think about it and heal. And let me take the space to think about it and heal, you know? Right. And it's like, I feel like, I feel like that's something I'm still learning right now too. Especially like I talked a little bit too about like my previous relationship and stuff like that. And it very much opened up my eyes in many ways. And, um, Definitely, definitely like learning to look at that stove, realize that shit's hot and don't fucking touch it. Like, just let it cool down a little bit, girl. <laughs> just wa walk away for a little bit. Let that shit cool down. You know, like 
I absolutely love that reference that Taylor just gave us. Like that's that's something I'm gonna have to steal from her and use a lot on the show. <laughs> so like, <laughs> thank you, Taylor. Yeah, for sure. It's like even though you're a little more warm-blooded or you like the heat, like come on, it's you don't have to keep your hand on the stove. It's okay. It's okay to walk away. It's okay to turn it off. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. And like, what are some things a like, I'm us, curious. A lot of us were introduced to the stove at a very young uh, age. Yes. Like, yes, yes. You hear people your age and how they talk about like their relationships with their parents. It's very clear that the stove has been introduced yes. to us at a very young age. Actually, I was going to switch topics really quick. But before we switch topics, I want to get back to what she just said about that. I feel like a lot of us, when it comes to those toxic patterns and things that she was talking about, like we, a lot of us step into those relationships. We just, sometimes we'll meet the most beautiful human in the whole fucking world. And we step into a relationship knowing damn well that we aren't ready for it. Um, we know that we've seen some bullshit from our parents and their actions and behaviors, the way that they treated each other. And um, a lot of us have come from that. I've noticed that in our generation too, a lot of us come from toxic households because um, we evolve as humans, you know? And we learn to, you know, be better, like through every generation. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of our parents, a majority of us, you know, we come from the boomers and a lot of them <laughs> were toxic at some point. So right. like, you know, their values back then were a lot different and um, the things that they, you know, were brought up on and stuff. But yeah, that's, that's definitely heavy. Like what you're saying, like, I feel like a lot of, we repeat those mistakes from our parents and like those wounds from our bloodline. And um like you have to know when to stop that like you have to know when to just cut those generational right. curses i love that you have the strength to be okay with being single like man like like what do you do do you take yourself out on dates do you take yourself shopping and you know like pamper yourself like what do you do you know like i definitely don't as much as i should i'm just comfortable being single that's really all it is like I don't like spoil myself I'm like not my own girlfriend anything mm -hmm. um but I'm just comfortable being single I've been single you know for a little bit a mm -hmm. while um I haven't dated much anyways mm -hmm. um so I'm just like whatever yeah it was a bit hard i will say kind of growing up like since middle school you know everyone was getting into relationships around me that wasn't really my thing like i nobody wanted to like quote unquote go out you know i i was kind of funny looking i'm not even gonna lie like inner child you're cute but sorry oh. babe <laughs> oh i think i think we all think that we were ugly kids <laughs> I think everyone thinks that they weren't that cute as a child, but, you know, everyone else looks at your baby picture and you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, that's right. That's yeah, that's so true. Um, I, I just I don't know. I'm kind of like I'm in awe by you because they're like a lot of us women. We are not OK with like that, especially like when we when we just got out of a relationship or like we're getting over that breakup and stuff. It's like for me, I think what I've been dealing with is 
missing the idea of what once was with that person, like the beautiful parts of what we had, you know? And when it comes to being single, I feel like I, I, um, I often crave those good times, you know? Like when you're, 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 you're cooking with someone or you, you know what I'm saying? You wake up next to them, but those are things that you don't need all the time. Like those are things that you can totally do for yourself, you know? Right. But yeah, is there something that you like to do when you're like alone? Like, you know, or like when you're just like in your solitude, like what does your solitude look like? Like, what kind of music are you playing? What kind of little drink are you having? <laughs> what kind of book are you reading? Like what, you know? <laughs> so a lot of the times you can find me with my earbuds in. That is, music is definitely a large part of me. I love listening to music. Um, I did pick up reading when I wasn't working, like before I started working. Um, I picked up reading and that was fun. I had my whole little morning routine. Like the theme for 2021 has just really been me getting like comfortable with myself. Really, yes. I didn't have time for a partner. I was just learning mm. who I was. Mm-hmm. And then kind of going back to what I said you know, in high school, you see people in relationships all around you, and I wasn't jealous, but I was like, am I just, am I missing out on something? And I was not. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, y'all are cute out here, but I know that I'm not missing out on anything. Yeah, that's true. And some a lot of those relationships look per per picture perfect on the outside, but they're really not on the inside, um, you know, behind closed mm -hmm. doors. And that's the thing that, that really, really sucks. But um, I feel like, like you said, you know, a lot of us get that where it's like, am I missing out on something? Like, you're not. Because, like, honestly. Oh, my gosh. And that's what I want to say. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, it's come to my attention. Like, you know how America has, like, these stereotypes of what, like, the American dream looks like? Yes. And it's pushed a lot on people to, like, find your person, like, be in a relationship, get married, whatever, start a family, da 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 da, -da. Mm. like. Yes, that's true. There's no, there's no rush, I promise. We're all literally in our 20s. We haven't even gotten close to 30. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. And even, I, I feel like people, even even people in their 30s, too, you still have time in your 30s to even explore. Like, you probably don't even really need to get married and stuff till you're, like, about 40. Really. If you wanted to wait honestly, that long. Also, I'm not even spending time with that person and then mm. spending time by myself. Yes. Like, I'm... If most people... You know, like, hypothetically, if most people have um anxiety when it comes to being single and they feel like they should be in a relationship i have anxiety when it comes to being in a relationship wow and i'm a lot more i'm a lot more comfortable so that's definitely um yeah i, I see what you're saying <laughs> wow yeah that's I really like, I'm learning a lot listening to you, honestly, because like there's, there's some, I have some personal weaknesses of my own, especially like I actually opened up to the podcast about this the other day. I talked about my personal, like my separation 
issues. Like I get separation anxiety and practicing that detachment is so important. Oh my God. It's literally so important because like, we feel like we got to be around our person all the time. And it's like, that's not true. Just like what's meant for you, just like what's meant for you will eventually find you, you know, like you have to just realize that you don't always have to be around your person 24 seven. You don't have to be all up in their phone and seeing who they're talking to and things like that, you know? So it's kind of like, those are things I feel like those are selfish, egotistical um, traits in a relationship. And um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like personally, like, you know, we're talking about those traits. I'm going to be honest. I feel like I've sabotaged a lot of my relationships because of my own insecurities, you know, like, Oh, I know. I absolutely have. Oh God. Oh my God. Who's that girl on your Instagram? (laughs) Who's that girl (laughs) commenting on your pictures? Definitely. I think we all we all get like that with our boyfriends. You know? Like who's that girl? Oh, I'm talking about I'm admitting right now. I'm owning up to my faults. (laughs) I'm saying I've been with a guy and I've seen I get insecure sometimes. I've seen a girl comment something that might be a little too personal. And I'm like, what is this? And then then it becomes a whole different thing. And then it's like this is something that I'm comfortable talking about on the show too, because I feel like there are a few girls that do this and like, it's okay to talk about this because I, we all know that it's okay to bring up things, you know, just so that I know, just so y'all know that you're not alone. You know, um, this is something that I feel like I've definitely sabotaged in my relationships before, like my own insecurities. It's like seeing somebody like, in his phone or like, you know, he, he might be in his phone too much or like this girl is commenting a little too much under his hot pictures. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> and then it makes me feel like what's going on. And then I, and then I feel like I overthink a lot with that. Um, I don't know. Like, do you have any tips on like how to handle that overthinking or like how to calm those, calm down those insecurities? Like when you, when you see something like that, or like, you know, you're with the person and it's like, who is this on your page, liking all your stuff, you know, like, how do you handle that? Like, how do you not let that affect you? Right. I just bring it up. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, if I have a question, I just, yeah. Communication is so important. Definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely trying to be a lot better of a communicator and I can't ask for things from people that I'm not willing to do for myself. So a lot of 2021 with me breaking down all my foundations and figuring out how to treat people the way that I would want to be treated because I'm not even going to lie, like I used to be a hypocrite. Mm. So mm. like fighting, fighting those demons, like making sure I'm about what I say and like what mm. I do, all that. So yeah, I would I would just bring it up. Like, if it's costing my peace of mind mm. for um, a long period of time, then I, I I think I have the right to get it off my chest. And if that happened to my partner, then I would want them to say something to me. Definitely. So we can talk it out. Because it's really easy to assume things based on, like, your lens of life. Like, you know, everyone lives life according to their experiences so it's easy to assume it's easy to project but 
there's no harm in asking, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. That's very true. And I feel like with communication, we learn to like understand the other person too. Like if, if you're coming to someone and it's like, you know, I've seen this person commenting under your things or whatever. I've seen you texting this person, whatever. And it's been bothering me. And based off the way that they respond, you can tell a lot about their state of mind, you know? Oh, and, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You you have to craft the... You have to be very mindful about how you approach things. And not in a way to, like, spare the other person's feelings. Because that's not what you should be thinking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you should be thinking about it. But it shouldn't be your number one priority. And if someone, like, responds all crazy to you just bring up your feelings, that's definitely something you should pay attention to. Oh, definitely. Um, that's a large reason of why... Uh-oh. We have a disconnection, guys. So I'm going to actually split the show really quick, and I'm going to call her back. And I'm going to... um, I'm going to split the show, guys. I have a disconnection really quick. So once I call her back, we'll be back. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be right back. Hello guys, we're back with Taylor. I'm really sorry about the weird <laughs> delay and things, but we're back. Hello. Hello. So it's a weekend. We were talking about the weekend too earlier. How do you how do you like to spend your weekends? I spend my weekends like I spend every other day. Doing schoolwork and working. You're a little bit foggy, a little bit, your sound. How about now, testing, testing? Testing, testing, I can hear you. (laughs) Well, I said I spend my weekends how I spend every other day, doing homework and working. So you're, you're in school, so what are you, what are you studying right now? I am in school right now. I am getting my transfer degree at Clark, my associates, and then um, I'd like to be some sort of diagnostic tech to start out. It's like an x-ray tech or like an ultrasound technician, something like that. Um, and then maybe like OBGYN or pediatrician or anesthesiologist as um integral. But oh, school has just been so much. I don't know how much more I can take. Yeah, I actually I'm curious about like that because I I'm currently in the process of getting into school right now for studying music production. But I've been getting all types of different um, feedback on it, like about like modern day, like college and just like what it's about. I know that Clark is a Clark is a community college, right? Um, Clark is a community college. Yeah. Um, What are like I'm not too keen on this. You might know more since you're like physically going there. What what is the difference between just like a, a university, like a normal university and a community college? Um, well, I know for sure that 
a community college. I think it's a little bit more lax and a lot of people are going to like kind of get their degree um, after a little bit or they're going transitioning straight out of high school or they're using that as like a stepping stone for university. Um, community college is definitely a lot more affordable than a university by far. Um, but with a lot of community colleges, you're not gonna be living on campus. Um, that kind of makes it yeah. more affordable. And then it you knock out um, a bunch of classes. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm knocking out my prerequisites. So I can take like my transcript and transfer to a university that saves money and also saves like time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you just wanted to get like your two-year degree, then the community college is pretty cool for that. Yeah. I wish I knew more about what was going on with the politics and how they were providing for students. Um, I don't really keep up much anymore with politics and things like that. Um, especially after Trump and things like I just, I just kind of like completely removed myself from it because (laughs) I feel like Trump ruined it for me. (laughs) I didn't even want to know know anything about it. It it definitely, there definitely was a lot. Um, I do think it might be a little bit harder for people um, in our generation Mm -hmm. to get more into politics just because of how powerless we may feel um, when it comes to the government. But Mm -hmm. I do want to say, like, if you take a social studies class, it definitely does open your eyes um, a lot to what you can do. So we definitely have more of a voice than we think we do. I think that we should be a little bit more educated as um, a, our younger society yeah. of my generation, um, like what powers we have legally as citizens. I think that's something definitely important to know, seeing as a lot of people don't even trust the government much. So you should kind of know like what autonomy powers you have and what you can do like as a civilian if you're not really keen on government that is so true i mean there's somebody that's 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 in our generation that's going to be the next president you know so right and then if you want to see change you definitely can make it happen you just have to know what you're talking about yeah definitely Definitely. Yeah, I just need to, you know, like, I feel like last year, 2021 was kind of scary for a lot of us, you know, and, um, right, because it was like big news story after big news story. It it opened our eyes a lot to what our country needs, like as a whole, Mm -hmm. you know, especially like, I feel like mental health, like was so like, brushed under the carpet like badly in our country and like i don't know if you have like if you're aware of this or anything or if you've you know dived into mental health or anything or like read anything about it but our generation like we're all most of us not all of us but most of us are 
struggling heavily right now with anxiety and depression and you know like we're almost like recreating the great depression era but in a weird right. modern way like do you have any like opinion about that like oh i think that we have just been kind of like had things thrown at us and they're like cope and we're like oh okay but then we try and see like what options we have we are we we were taught or instilled in us as coping mechanisms and then we're like we're out of options it's like oh shit i don't know what to do because, like, so if you were raised by boomers, they had their whole culture of how they dealt with stuff. And then that passed on to the millennials. And then Gen Z is trying to freaking figure it out. Mm. Meanwhile, like, the earth is on fire. Like, the president <laughs> yes. said, it's growing increasingly incompetent. Like, all that stuff. We have to work at younger ages. A lot of us are moving out more at younger ages. The housing market skyrocketed. Like, yeah. inflation, blah, 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 minimum wage. Like, we were just inherit. We just inherited a very broken system. So... Oh my gosh. You know, it's I have so much hope though for our generation because it seems like everyone I talk to can see this. But it just seems like it seems like it's mostly the younger folks, you know? Like and that's that's great oh, yeah. because that's great because we're all we need, you know? Cuz we're the future. So I think that's You know those like sports games where the one team is like seems like they're losing pretty badly, but then they go and make a like a serious comeback. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Yes, yes. And for us and like the state of things. Also, I am gonna get a little bit I don't wanna say religious. Let's just say I'll get a little bit spiritual here because I feel like Do when, your they, thing. when they in the Bible, when and also when people kind of talk about this like Jesus is gonna come back, you know, the 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 blood moon or whatever, and Jesus is going to come back and all this stuff. I think that that is a figure of speech of a way of saying that we're going to have a great awakening. We're, we are. We're going to realize what we need as, you know, creatures of this earth. Somebody's going to wake up. Something's mm -hmm. going to happen one day where we're all going to be like, okay, this needs to be done. These are the steps that need to be taken to create a better society for us as beings of this earth, you know? Like somebody's gonna realize that we have to embrace nature and like take more care of our planet and things like that, you know, and eat healthier and like we don't need McDonald's on every corner, you know. Like somebody's gonna have to one day realize that we're gonna have to come to fruition with it, to with it, you know. Or otherwise, if we don't, we're gonna stay in this system and then the world's just gonna just keep getting worse, you know. And I truly have hope that it's gonna get better. I really do, you know. I think I think we're getting wiser as humans as we continue to go on about our lives and our journeys. Right. Okay, two things I have to add about that. The first thing, let me remember before it totally slips in my brain. <laughs> the last thing you said, you have hope 
for uh oh um i have noticed that we are we are very smart we're very capable we're very self-aware but we will we just won't do anything mm. about a lot of things that we have like the whole music thing like we know it's not the best to listen to we still listen to it anyways like we know yeah. the government doesn't always have our best interest we still like cooperate and do stuff anyways so that's a bone that i have to pick with what's going on um like in the state of world affairs yeah um wow. secondly so you know how there are like ascended masters in history like Buddha and Jesus. Yes. Um, please share your opinion. Prophet please, Muhammad. <laughs> do you think we're going to see, I have a question for you, do you think we're going to see that like in our lifetime? I think we are going to realize that there is no one specific God or like, figure of like this being that we're trying to put on a pedestal and we're going to realize that we are the gods and that like there is a higher source of energy above us but we shouldn't put a label to it we shouldn't put a name or a specific expectation or or you know like gender anything like that i feel like i feel like that's something that we should really outgrow as humans right but I've learned so much. Well, I though, just mean, like, like, do you think there's going to be like a super influential figure that's going to unite all of us, like how huh. there are stories of? Now, I don't. I mean, I, no. I have to say no because I feel like there's plenty of super influential figures out there now. You know what I'm saying? That could be right. looked at like that. Really, if you want to, you could put any figure on a pedestal. But I think that we need to master not putting a figure on a pedestal, but ourselves, you know? Right. Like, as creatures of this earth, you know? Right. I feel like that's really the key to us, like, being able to, like, overcome all the bullshit that we faced throughout the years of humanity. <laughs> Seriously, there's been so much turmoil, like, and humans are so, like, terrible to each other. Like we just need to wake up and be like, it's us. It's always been us. Yes. It always will be us. Like exactly, yeah. Everything that we're ever all the answers we're seeking, we can very easily find in ourselves. Mm-hmm. But 100%. are we gonna like take the time to listen? Or are we gonna craft those skills? Because I'm just gonna throw those out there. I think everyone has spiritual gifts, but whether they tap into it or not. So it's like, are we gonna exactly. get it together and realize that we're very capable and we can, we are the ones influencing like how we want things to go? Yeah. Or are you just gonna ignore it and brush it aside and be like, whatever? A lot of people do that. A right. lot of people do. Definitely. That's another question I have. It's like, how? How do you? how do people live their lives like not becoming sentient of the opportunity that they have to like 
have their eyes open to reality, want to better themselves, like find themselves, blah, 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 like go on a spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people that are just so, they're like, stuck in their world. They're stuck know. in their own little world. They're stuck in, yes, very stuck in their world. They're like some boomers or whatever. They're like acting insufferable. It's like, you've, you've lived your whole life like you've been on the earth this many years with all this experience and what do you have to show for it exactly exactly yeah i 100 percent agree with that too i feel like there's even still like even amongst our generation there are some some of us that we know we have this awareness and we're choosing not to tune into it and i've i've seen that a lot I've seen that a lot and it's really sad because I've seen a lot of even close friends of mine. Like I, I see what they're capable of. I see what they can do, but they purposely like choose to live this like low life lifestyle and like not do anything with their talents or their self. And um, ignorance is definitely bliss though. I'm not even going to lie. What did you say? They turned into what? I said ignorance is definitely bliss. Oh, I'm yes, not even yeah. gonna lie. Do do you ever just wonder like where you would be if you've never gone on your spiritual journey? Like if you've never so been open, like you'd never had your eyes open, you didn't become like super self-aware. That is so true. I love that. That's true because I feel like a lot of like times if you just kept succumbing to like the patterns and how you were brought up. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like coming across ignorant people helps us learn what mistakes not to make. So, like, you know, like, the, I definitely agree with that ignorance is blissing because you, I feel like we learn. I feel like the people that are more self-aware learn from the ignorant ones and the ones that, you know, aren't setting such a great right. example. I wouldn't say life was easier when I wasn't as aware but I kind of had a little bit more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you're like saying. Like being yeah. a dumb teenager. Yeah, obviously taking like, more risks. Karma and everything yeah. like that, and just like thinking everything was a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Getting off scot free and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I'm really glad that we had you on today. I think I'm actually gonna we're gonna end this here soon but um okay dokie yes yes but before we do i actually um i wanted to give another shout out i know i've done through a couple shout outs i don't know if i did a shout out earlier or not but to my um one of the show's supporters one of the show's newer supporters is facepaint.modeling.co you can follow them on instagram um they are an advertising brand for targeted mostly at women um and they mostly do facial products and they focus towards minorities like latina blacks and such um but they're also an advertising company as well so you know if you ever you know if you're a small um business owner and you you know you need someone to reach out to that could help you and support you try facepaint.modeling.co on instagram reach out to them send them a dm give them some love and support thank you so much taylor i'm so glad to have you here today i really appreciate you joining and we're, we'll, I'm sure we're going to have you again. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you, Mal. I had so much fun. Yes. 
have a good night. Have a good Friday. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you soon. You too. All right. Bye, guys.